Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting views, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Uh, <laughs> hello, my name is Albert. <laughs> my name is Ruthie. This is Jami. And for the record, I'm, rec- I'm, uh, I'm Skyping in. Yeah. Sure, you're if, typing if, in. If anybody, uh, distancing. yeah, if uh, Governor Newsom asks, I'm, I'm, I'm off the road. I'm, 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 I'm stay at home. I'm call, I'm, I'm skyping in. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're sheltering at home. Yeah, you're sheltering at home. Whatever. You're stay at home safe. <laughs> whatever, whatever, at ter- home. whatever, whatever terms uh, California is using. Yeah, you, you don't sound guilty at all. But yeah. you know, I, I think we should tackle this. Um, I, I like last week we did a whole coronavirus episode. I don't want to do that every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll cover some stuff. It's kind of hard to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Right, but I don't want to do every yeah. week to be. Don't worry, the way things are going, one of us should be sick and dead by by, by coronavirus <laughs> yeah. in a few weeks. So yeah, don't worry. This one is, of us or so, at least one person we know yeah. personally. Yeah, there's better podcasts out there to listen to about the coronavirus. I, I would recommend NPR has a bunch of them, mm-hmm. like the Coronavirus Daily podcast mm-hmm. they have over there. Uh, coronavirus, the daily, the the up first. Uh, podcast and NPR, just that too. But there's a bunch. Mm-hmm. Don't don't go to us. We're we're a bunch like we, we talk about nonsense and whatnot. So you know we'll <laughs> we'll share our opinion about it. But come on, go go to the profession. We don't encourage our listeners, Albert. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to we, us. We, we don't <laughs> listen to us. We talk about <laughs> we Lord. we just talk about junk. <laughs> no, no 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 no. Listen to us. Just don't rely on us about our data. How about that? Mm-hmm. Basically, what you know, we're talking about it's. You, are, are voicing our opinions and for fun and just for your entertainment, really. Um, exactly. We give our, you know, two pieces. What's what's the two cents? Our two cents. Yeah, yeah. we give our two cents, and that's it. Don't take our scientific facts because we have no scientific facts. We are not scientists. We are not politicians. We are yeah. n- not anybody who does any research. So except for our own. So. Do not listen to us in terms of that. Yes. Well, I mean, listen to us, but... I mean, yeah. listen to us, but yeah. don't take our <laughs> advice if you don't feel like it's for you. <laughs> but 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 since since we are on the subject a little bit, you, did you guys try the toilet paper calculator? No, because I have toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thank God. There, there, there's, a, there's a toilet paper... There's a howmuchtoiletpaper.com on the website right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will tell you like how many days you will last based on how many rolls you have and how often you go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I did mine with uh, 26 rolls and six times a day household. So, Wait, say that again? How many times do you go there? Six times a day? What happened? Household. Household. There's two people in the house. Okay. So morning, like sometime in the day, and then <laughs> okay, nighttime. Okay, no, no reason to be uh, six defensive. Times. <laughs> You're real bad. Six times a day for two people. What? You don't, you don't clean the, the rim of the toilet oh, paper when you, when okay, you okay, pee? Yeah. I thought you just strictly poo-poo and stuff like that. No. <laughs> it's just all-purpose using I mean, toilet paper. Uh, really okay. good. Really good uh, digestive system. I know, Albert. seriously. You're getting <laughs> a lot of fiber. It's not Congratulations. Just it's not just the poop. Good for you, cuz. Lots of fiber, lots of coffee. But, I get But you. I have like 26 rolls, right? So I could last 69 days. Mm-hmm. Hey, now. So, uh, uh, so John Ming, since you haven't done it, how, how many how many rolls do you have? At uh, let's just, I bought a, uh, my neighbor, remember the story? I, I My neighbor bought me a batch of 16, standard 16. Uh huh. They got me, and I go well, once a day. No, but how many do you have? Just sixteen? Just it's just a sixteen. Just keep it simple. You only use toilet, you only store the paper once a day. Uh, let's just say twice then. 
I, you're right though. I do. I do rim it. I guess I do kind of clean it. I do. I do clean the rim before. Oh, when you okay. pee, you have to clean the rim. You rim it, dummy. <laughs> I know. Seriously, sounds a little. So odd, according man. to this, you will last a hundred. Good for you. According to Good this, you, according yeah. to this, you will last hundred and twenty-eight days. Yeah, but you divide it by that, like let's say four people in my house, so a little bit less. So what? So two, four, six, eight, mm-hmm. eight times a day. So it goes down to thirty-two days. Wow, wow. 32 days or 229% of your quarantine. All right. Fair enough. Wow. But, yeah. Things are looking grim. Ruthie, how many uh, how many rolls do you have? I currently have about 20 left. I had a 24-pack and I gave four to my boyfriend's parents. Okay. And how um, many times do you go a day in your household? Well, I'm a girl, so I pee a lot. I don't know. <laughs> like maybe, maybe, maybe like three, four times a day for me. Okay, let's go four times then. 80 well, days. Well, plus, plus like oh, my plus. boyfriend's been seeing here. So okay. times two people. So eight so times eight a day. Eight times. Oh, see. I have the best task between the two of you. You will last 40 days or 286% of your quarantine. Wah, wah, wah. So no. poop, so poop less, pee less? What, what, what are we talking about here? What are we doing? I got to stop drinking water. Oh, damn it. I've talked about this before. Uh, the solution, simple solution uh, is bidet. Order a bidet. Order a bidet. Yeah, okay. order, order a bidet. <laughs> yeah. Conserve paper that way. Now for those of you or, tracking, or just get a towel. Yeah. Yes, uh, that, that's a pail of water. Oh. Yeah. If you have, uh, if you're track, if I if I to stock Costco for the toilet paper, there's mm-hmm. actually a Costco toilet paper tracker. That's funny. You enter your state, it'll give mm-hmm. you like a city of your Costco, and then it will tell you whether whether what items in stock. Like this one is from California in mm-hmm. the city of Danville, and the only <laughs> thing they have in stock is water. It's hilarious. And, uh, if you go to can you do, uh, Columbus, Ohio, all they have left is paper towels and disinfected wipes. Can you do the closest one to my city, City of Industry? City of Industry. Uh, let's see. Let 91748. Well, it says California. City of Industry. Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay. Uh, according to this, toilet paper, disinfected wipes, and Lysol. Oh, they have in sock? According to this. Why not? But this is, after all, like... Uh, uh, what do you call that? Yeah, but how often does this get refreshed? Report <laughs> product availability. Uh-huh. See, so this isn't exactly mm-hmm. like like Costco is giving them the data. Yeah, it's people like calling oh. in or or reporting like, hey, this is what they. Oh, have. I definitely pranked this one. You know, what I mean? <laughs> hey guys, hey guys, <laughs> we'll definitely prank this. One. <laughs> Nothing but toy paper incident. Nothing. You go there. Wow, wow, wow. Exactly. My <laughs> my my bet. The thing we're betting on, as far as our family is, like, hey, um, you know, my. Both my parents are over like 65. So we're doing that thing where, hey, maybe they'll, and Costco is now Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh-huh. Uh, the elderly can go in and, and shop first at, on Tuesdays, Thursdays at uh, starting at 8 a.m. Yeah, that's good. That's still super early. I'm sure it's still super crowded, but. Yeah, I heard people are lining up at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Last time I stopped by was, excuse me, last Thursday, I think, for Gap, around eight o'clock. And yeah. It was probably 100 people deep already. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, on this 281st episode of the show, we are going to be talking about uh, the theater at home experience. Basically, theatrical movies being released early at home. Mm-hmm. We'll cover that. We're going to play a game. It's uh, the Misery Index game, a.k.a. Shit Happens. Mm-hmm. So, hey, we're just talking about shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's all related. It's all interconnected. We're going to do our What's Up section, which actually will be covering mostly coronavirus radio stuff. What? And and uh, we are going to be doing a review of the 2011 film Contagion. Because <laughs> if any time is going to be talking about this movie, it's now. Let me tell you, let me tell you right now, I regret re-watching this movie. 
I just what? It's it's too close to home. It's too soon, man. It's too real. Well, that's exactly why. I was like, oh man, I was just shaking my head as I was watching this. That's too depressing. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Okay, here we go. So a lot of movies, uh, the most recent ones that are big blockbusters, are being released at home. Uh, Onward is one of them. Mm-hmm. You got Bloodshot coming out today as we're recording. I think, actually. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also got The Hunt and yeah. and several a, others. A lot of the recent Universal releases got went almost straight to uh, yeah. VOD and stuff. And then when one of the Man, and, The Hunt, yeah. And uh, one of them, the the it goes straight went straight to Netflix. Oh, going the lovers, the lovers, the lovers. So the whole idea here now is that since no movie theaters are open, or just if there are, there's like so little of them. Yeah, like drive drive throughs and whatnot. Drive not drive throughs. Yeah. Uh, drive in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, this well, is really you can't drive drive through movie theater. This is kind of <laughs> really bad. hit movie theaters in a bad way. Yeah, AMC is asking for governmental help. Mm-hmm. You know, Regal is like, we don't know our parent company is in the UK, so there's that. Right. You know, and, and there's there's all this little thing. But the question now here is that is this something? That that will condition people to not go to the movie theaters after this is all over, because if if uh, Trolls World Tour does really well in the whole market, which mm-hmm. is they're being they're billing it as release at the same time, theatrical and home, even though theatrical mm-hmm. doesn't exist, and then uh, I still believe, which is a huge Christian movie, if it does really well on its home theatrical mm-hmm. release, then how is the how would that work with yeah. people? Are, is it only going to encourage people to not go to the movie theaters even more? Than before, and the numbers have already dwindled right pretty far down as mm-hmm. it is. So, what do, what do you guys think? Um, I don't think actually. I think the opposite would happen. It's because we have this mentality of we need to do something. We love going out. We mm-hmm. love you know having activities to do outside the home, which is mm-hmm. just you know it's a plain old American thing to do. So I feel like it's going to be even more of a bounce back where. Once everything is open, it's going to be like everyone's, what's the what's the word? Like It'll be like everyone's out of the corral. And I think they'll be flooding the movie theaters. They'll be flooding restaurants. They'll be, you know, people will be excited to go out again. Yeah. I thought you a pretty good point. Yeah. Uh, my whole thing is like, if I look at the big landscape, the big picture, to me, businesses that are not coming back is, the first one is the cruise industry. I don't think the cruise industry is coming back. That's just, oh, that's coming back. That's not coming back. That's, that's just coming too back. gross. Old, that is so old gross. People, old people love going that to cruises. That is so gross. Old You're people on a boat, love going to cruises. Oh, just <laughs> grossness, disgust. That's not coming back. I don't think that should come back, actually, too. That's another thing. Number one. Number two, uh, I don't, I, I'm of the opinion that, uh, yeah, the movie-going experience is still better than staying at home. The big, you know, big giant screen, surround sound, Adobe thing. And there's still something about the excitement of going to theater. I think what they'll need to do is lure people uh, back to the theaters. Maybe they'll maybe they'll charge less than $10 for popcorn. You know what I mean? Do some concessions. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not literally concessions, but you know what I mean? Price, lower the price on some of the things. Should have a concession on the concession Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the pun I was going huh? for. But you, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think they'll take active steps to lure the audience back to going to the theaters. But I don't think it's a dead industry. Now, another dead industry uh, might be comic books because Diamond Distributors, they, right. they stopped publishing, they stopped shipping out to comic book stores. So I don't know about that. But to me, of all the industries that, that may not come all the way back i i'm not that worried about uh movie theaters movie theaters not yet anyway let's just see how it plays out it, to me what i'm waiting for is for that one big movie to drop on uh a, a vod or disney plus i'm waiting for like a mulan or like a black widow to drop 
you know, and see how the market reacts. Which they to that. won't. I don't think. I think. I don't think those movies will go straight to video. No, I, I don't think no, so. No, I don't think so. The, I think that's why they're holding out till um, sometime later this year to to bring it back to theaters because then they're just not going to get their money back. The the real test right now, honestly, is Trolls World Tour. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't say it's like a big Disney movie, but it's a decently big movie. It's a fairly big movie. Yeah. So so most of the most of the theater theatrical movies that went straight to video or have a simultaneous release, they're either independent films or they're independent films. Yeah. There's never a big movie that went straight to theater and straight to video at the same day. Mm-hmm. This is probably the first one that I can think of mm-hmm. that's actually doing that. So if people are willing to pay 20 bucks for Trolls World Tour, and a lot of them do, I think that's a huge get for, yeah. for the whole market. You know. I'm going I'm to a, a go out on them. I think Mulan at some point will go to, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 20, they're going to do the same thing they did with Onward. Pay 20 bucks or two, three weeks later that goes on, uh, what do you call it, Disney Plus. But the, the difference with Onward is that Onward has already been in theaters. Yeah, I understand that. Right, so that, that, that's the main difference. I don't think Mulan will go straight to home video at the same day as theater. Yeah. I, I, I don't think, think that's going to happen. I think Disney at some point needs an influx of cash and stuff like that. It's great for us to think like, oh, they're a big corporation, they're a big company, they have cash reserves. But at some point, all your amusement parks are closed, all your, what do you call it, all your th- movies are closed and stuff like that. At some point, they do need... Uh, an infusion of cash and stuff like that. You know what I mean? At some point, because at so, the, the the equation is also you put a lot of money out to something that's already finished. Money not money's not coming in. That's you know what I mean. You need money coming but in. But the thing point. is though is so, that. But also, okay, hold on, just one quick one. Okay. The the movies and TV shows down the line, like uh, what do you call it? Like Eternal Sunshi. Those also have been put on hold too. You know, if they're shooting right now. So at some point, there's going to be a gap between like. They can't release anything right now, and they can't release anything in the future too. You know what I mean? So at some point, whatever they have finished, what close to being finished, they have to release it, get some money flowing in and stuff like that. Well, I think everything just gets pushed. Like yeah. spring movies are now early summer movies, <laughs> and early summer movies are now summer movies. Yeah. You know, I think I think everything is going to be moved. Mm-hmm. That's all. But the thing is, though, is that uh, even onward, which is a twenty dollar rental right now on the no, whole- it's not rental. It's to buy. You own it. A twenty dollar to buy it. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. But in, I think in the numbers of rental, though, it doesn't compare to the cheaper rentals. Yeah. So I, I think that's going to be the hurdle. So that's, to me, I mentioned this. Uh, that's to me the interesting about onward, because uh, the other examples we mentioned earlier, uh, Invisible Man, uh, The Hunt, they were doing twenty dollars a, a rental. You you know you get for twenty four hours and stuff like that. But Disney did a thing where you pay twenty bucks, you own onward. You know what I mean? So I think that's an interesting. Uh, Interesting distinction between the that two. That is true. That yeah. Is a, yeah that, That's a really that, good deal. I don't think it helps that it's coming out to Disney Plus two weeks afterwards. Yeah. So I don't think that really helps convince mm-hmm. people to go do it. Yeah, but it all depends on where you are. Like, if you're a person who just can't afford Disney Plus as, the, as far as the month to month, but you had 20 bucks just to to own a movie, you might go for it. I don't know. It depends on where you are yeah. I mean, economically. I mean, Disney Plus subscription, uh, on an average, race went up like triple that they normally do in a mm-hmm. week yeah. because of the stay-at-home stuff. That's what, I, that's what I'm interested in seeing. It's only been like, what, less than two weeks? I am interested in the subscription numbers now across the board for everybody. You know what I mean? What's Netflix doing? What's Hulu doing? Oh, actually, what's, I actually have that up here. What's CBS all, all Access? I don't know about that. But did you see what CBS All Access is doing? They're giving you a free month. Oh, they're doing really? Yeah. Yeah. To everybody, including me? Yes, including you. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah? Cool. Yeah, yeah look it up. Uh, John Luke Picard, uh, Patrick Stewart announced that, hey, Guys, uh, you guys get, you guys can have CBS All Access to binge all the Star Trek stuff starting, I think, next week or something like that. Yeah. 
Okay, here we go. Uh, between Saturday, March 14, and Monday, March 16, which is only like two days, the number of Disney Plus signups more than tripled compared to the same period from the week before. Interesting. See, there's that. Uh, according to this also, uh, HBO and Showtime had steep gains of 90% to 78% re- uh, respectively in a three-day period. Uh, Netflix grew a 47% increase in, in subscribers in a, once again, a three-day period. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apple even Apple even saw even a ten percent uh, increase in subscribers, you know, compared to the week before. So yeah, the subscribe subscribe subscription services are gaining from this. Even though I've been quarantined my house for like ten days now, I still haven't watched any goddamn Apple Apple Plus show. I, I want to try some of the new shows on Apple Plus. <laughs> one of these days, I, I, actually, I will. Yeah, one of these I'm gonna days. try it too. Yeah, yeah. I would like to try it too. Keep in uh, again. Mark my words. You look at those Disney thing. You just read Disney Plus jumping subscription. Imagine if they put a big name on that, you know what I mean, like a Mulan. So let's just see what happens. I'm telling you, at some point, uh, every company has some sort of like breaking point where they need an infusion of cash. I don't think this is that ballsy though. Yeah, but I don't think they are. But the thing is, at some point, the world here, 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 the whole thing. Uh, even on a very broad picture, the world is changing, man. The world is just, just this thing. When we come out the other at the end at the other end of this, the whole world might be different and stuff like that. So you might as well go for it. You know what I mean? You might as well just take. You might as well be proactive. Is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Speaking of go for it, uh, the the chief the chief uh, of the theater owners or whatever they're called. Uh, oh yeah, I've on on, reco- on about trolls going straight to video. Mm-hmm. They're saying exhibitors will not forget this. Yeah, I don't know what kind of a threat that is. If it's an empty threat or what, but. But we'll see how that goes in the future. Yeah, what's yeah. that supposed to mean? Yeah. Well, because, I mean, uh, the agreement was that movies are supposed to have a 90-day window right. between theatrical release and home video release. And Trolls is doing same-day release. Yeah. This is Universal, right? This is Universal. Yeah. And, you, and you think the chief of Universal, the head of Universal? No, no, pictures? not chief of Universal. The chief no, I'm of... Saying. No, I'm saying the guy who heads university thinks he'll wake up one day with a dead horse in his in his bed and stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> kind of a repercussion. <laughs> this is the revenge. <laughs> like he's with these mailed fish. Yeah. Like what the hell? What like, the hell's going on? Like movie theater owners understand yeah. onwards back onwards release like three weeks, three weeks early. Right. Invisible Man, same thing. All that other stuff, same thing. Just the world tour one, Trolls World Tour. That's the same day release thing. Is they have a problem with? Yeah, yeah. That's the one that there's a there's a lot of stuff going on, but. The, the troll one is a true outlier in all of this, yeah. right? They didn't move the date at all. They, yeah. It's just it's simply going to VOD and stuff like that. You know, yeah. that's it. They're, they're, when the theaters go open up, I don't, even, I don't know if will they... I guess what they mean by revenge is like when the, everything, quote-unquote, goes back to normal in August, September, they're not even going to release trolls in the theater. Well, no, I mean, I don't think yeah. that's, the, that's the plan anymore. See, yeah. Maybe maybe they're gonna they're gonna relegate universal theater uh, universal movies into like the smallest theater in the in the, in the yeah. no more IMAX uh, no more no, no more, more, yeah. no more AMC, nothing IMAX. like that no Dolby Sound for you no more no more Dolby Sound you know what I mean just a shitty theater for you man. exactly I don't know man it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be interesting all right let's go ahead and try a new game the game is called shit happens okay. Apparently, I've been told that there's also a TV show based on this. It's called The Misery Index uh, on TBS, I believe. Hosted, mm. hosted by uh, Tahani from, from The Good Place, apparently. I haven't seen it, but I was told that this is true. Oh, okay. okay. So the way this game works, uh, you're basically given like a card each. You get, you get like three cards first, 
and mm-hmm. each one of them will have like a bad thing that happened. You know, one of us is in New York, right? I know, I know. We'll we'll, we'll sort this out. We'll make it pod- podcast friendly. Sure. Uh, like for example, a disastrous her- haircut. On the misery index, it's only eleven point five. Or and then there's a root canal. Is a twenty eight point five in the misery index. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Locked out of your house while naked is a thirty six point five on the misery index. What is it on the index if it never happened to you? Uh, here we go. So the misery index. <laughs> here I'll, I'll read the instruction here. Sure. The misery index is a ranking system that runs from one to hundred. Sure. Right. Uh, you may be wondering how did we rank the cards? Well, we didn't. We asked a panel of serious, highly qualified grown ups to do it for us. Our panel includes marriage counselors, therapists, career counselors, and social workers collectively representing over 150 years of clinical psychiatric experience. Trust us, they know their shit. Okay. Right? So basically, uh, it, they're based on the anxiety level, emotional trauma, and long-term psychological damage. Mm-hmm. So the point of the game is, I'll give each one of you three cards each, right? And, uh, and on those three cards, there are those mystery index numbers. I'll give you guys a card that you will not know what the mystery index number is. And your whole point is to be able to guess which in between your cards does it fall oh, over? Oh, okay. That makes right? sense. All right. So based on my earlier example, uh, disastrous haircut, root canal, locked out of your house while naked, You let's say you're giving the card, catch your parents having sex. Mm-hmm. Like where would you put that, <laughs> that, yeah, in, that in that lane? Sure. Okay. And that's it. If you guess correctly, mm-hmm. you get that card and you get the point. Mm-hmm. If you guess incorrectly, the other player... Wait, gets, what's, who, who, how, who do has the right answer? Oh. It's either you or I, I know the right answer. Okay. Okay. Normally, okay. normally you just draw from a card, but yeah. since it's a podcast, yeah. we're going to do it by audio. Sure. So I'm going to just have you and Ruti play. I'll be quote unquote the judge. Uh, and and if you get it, if you get the guess wrong, the other player can steal it for the sure. point. Sure. Okay. All right. So Ruti, okay. if you want, uh, get a pen and paper because you may need to write down stuff. I'm we'll make ready. Her, we'll make her do You're work. Ready? Okay. Cool. <laughs> Um, I know. I don't who, have a job right who, now. Seriously, <laughs> that's kind of cold. Who, 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 who wants to go first? Ladies first. <laughs> Ladies first. I repeat. Sure. I'm going to give you three cards. Um, feel free to write down what they are and the misery index mm-hmm. number underneath that. Okay. Your first okay. card is a paper cut, which is only Ouch. zero. It's only zero point one on the misery index. That's not correct, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Paper cards are horrible. They're miserable. The other one is learn your mom dropped acid while pregnant. The misery index. <laughs> the misery index is fifty point five. Well, that's that's not very good because the thing is, is it drop acid when pregnant with you or a sibling? Because if it's a sibling, it's not that big a deal. Right? Well, I'm assuming it's with you. Yes, it's with you. <laughs> and then this one is step on Lego in bare feet. It's only a zero. Ooh. Which is only a zero point five on the misery mm-hmm. index. What? Okay. That oh. is wrong. I I, I think Wait, paper cut so, is actually worse, but yeah, I know, right? So yeah, now, it should be so much worse. So now obviously I would, whoever wrote this did not has never stepped on a Lego. Hey, professionals, <laughs> professionals, professionals, have, my ass. professionals have, mm-hmm. have said this. All right, so what's the fourth one? So the the fourth one is what you're gonna guess, Ruti. Yeah. Now where does this fall in line of your three cards? It is. On hold with the cable company for two hours. I know, I know my answer. So, in between mm-hmm. that, what is your? What do you think between paper cut, step on Lego in bare feet, or learn your mom drop acid while while pregnant? Where do you think this card will fall in between any of those two or any of those three cards? <sighs> and learn mom did acid was fifty point five. Correct. I would say this is like a thirty seven point. 
five. So you're saying <laughs> this is between Step on Lego and Mom did acid. Yeah. I disagree. I think it's the worst. It's worse than the the, the, the acid thing. I no. think it's seventies. Uh, is that your final answer, Ruthie? Hmm. Well, because stepping on a Lego on your foot is pretty painful. Okay. So being on hold with, I mean, depending on your psychological, like whatever <laughs> you're capable of, I guess for some people who are just really weak, learning that your mom did acid while they were pregnant with you <laughs> is really painful, but I don't think it's that bad. Okay. Also, being on hold with the cable company for two hours, yeah, it's more infuriating than painful. Yeah, it's kind of painful. Yeah. But yeah, I would put it between... Remember, the three factors are anxiety level, emotional trauma, and long-term psychological mm -hmm. damage. That's what determines the misery index. Oh, okay. well. So which one in between the cards? Does it have to be I in would... between? Can it go past? Yeah, oh. you could go past yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Think, so yeah. you're saying it's the worst. I'm saying it's much worse. It's the worst of all three of them. How about you, Ruti? I don't think it, it's the worst. I think it's somewhere in between. Between which one? Between the Lego and Mom's Acid. And she is correct. Well, Aha. this is wrong. Uh, Misery Index, only one. Only one? Are you only serious? One. <laughs> Apparently so. I, I would one. say it's the worst. I think it's long-term <laughs> psychological damage. I think it's a lot of anger, anxiety. It makes you... It's the so, worst. So, Ruti gets one card. One point. All, all, everybody's wrong. The whole... This, this you already know. Me I'm going to win this. This is making me anxious. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Javing, here are your cards. All right. Uh, Lowest to highest, right? Yeah. Step in dog shit. Oh dog shit. 1. That's 5. the worst. 1.5. <laughs> That's the worst. I'm just saying. Uh, irritable bowel syndrome. The shit is worse. Is 51. <laughs> the dog shit's worse. And walk barefoot on gravel. 1.1. 1. 1. Wait, that's mm. on the far end? Really? No, no, no. So it's like this. Okay. Okay. You got the uh, walk barefoot on gravel, 1.1. 1. 1. Okay. Step in dog shit, 1.5. And irritable bowel syndrome, 51. All right, all right. And your card is... I still think the dog shit is the worst. I've stepped in dog shit. It's the worst, man. I'm saying this is the I number... Mean, more I like remember I stepped in one... This like is the numbers broke. that's given on the card. The one I stepped in once was like up to my ankles, man. I swear to God, it was so bad. What you... kind of dog shit was that? <laughs> that's that wasn't a doesn't, matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. You got two-week migraine. Two-week oh, migraine. God. Okay? Oof. So, Oof. So you got... Walk barefoot on gravel, 1.1. Step in dog shit, 1.5. Or irritable Powell's bowel syndrome, 51. I think past irritable bowel syndrome. There's nothing worse than a headache and stuff like that. It makes, so, it makes you frank. There's nothing worse than a migraine. Yeah, so two-week migraine is worse than irritable bowel yeah, syndrome? Passive. If I had to guess, it would be 65. Is that your final I'd answer? I'd say it's like yes. 75. Yeah, final answer. It's passed. Yeah, you're right. 51.5. Yeah. Oh, that's it? Only See, really? Pass one. one more? There's above... one more. Point 0.5. Not even one more. It's 0. 0.5. Point 0.5. That's not correct. All right. So yeah, that's worse. not right. Migraines are, are bad. Yeah. Well, I'm, these professionals. Professionals did it. Okay, Again, Ruthie. I, I disagree. With here, he, here are your cards, Ruthie. Vending machine eats your money. 2.1 on the misery index. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Ca caught picking your nose. 2 on the misery index. No, I disagree with that. That's like a, that's like a good 20. <laughs> That's a good 20. Getting caught I, picking your nose? I get a little two knuckles deep, so it's very embarrassing. <laughs> and your best friend marries your ex, 52. <laughs> Should be 69. Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? So once again, that's caught picking your nose, uh, number two on the mystery index. Uh -huh. uh, mm -hmm. Vending machine eats your money, 2.1. And your best friend marries your ex, 52. And what's, and what's the ball card? Your card is pee stain on pants. <laughs> mm. Where does it fall under? How bad? 
How bad is the pee stain? Yeah. It's stupid bad. And also, do other people see it or is it just you? And of course, it's obvious. It would, it would be a misery if, it, if it, isn't ob- it isn't obvious. I would put this one between vending machine and... Well, I guess it... it this is like so vague because it, it, it depends on like what state you're in. It, I mean, okay, if your best friend marries your ex, it really depends on how mentally and psychologically secure you are about yeah. their relationship to begin with. So obviously, if she's still your best friend and she marries your ex, then... You were obviously okay with it. Uh, so it couldn't have been that painful. It's a misery so thing. So I assume it's the worst. It's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. Okay. Um, I would still put this between vending machine eating um, my money mm-hmm. and best friend marrying X. Okay. Is that your final answer? Mm-hmm. Yep. You're, and you're correct. It's 2.5 with the misery yeah. index. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've had it when it comes out the other end. That's really embarrassing. That's when you got really rushed home. That's <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, that's that's psychologically damaging. Yeah, that's really bad. I had a thing where I, oh, I'm just farting. Oh wait, it's not a fart. <laughs> uh, it's time to go home, guys. I'll see you guys later. All right, jumping. Here are your cards. Oops. Go ahead. You got chronic insomnia, fifty-two point five. Oh, yeah, that's pretty bad. You got bird shits yeah. on head, three. Never happened before. That's only a three. That's only a three. That could be good luck. <laughs> and you got arriving at the beer store one minute before uh, one minute after closing 3.1 I'm not alcoholic I don't really care All okay right. so and, what's a wild card and your and your card is bite your tongue and taste blood oh okay okay I Oof. would put that right before wherever the highest one is uh, chronic insomnia yeah, chronic insomnia. So between arriving at the beer store one minute after closing and chronic insomnia. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And Body on a tongue is really hurts, man. And you're right. Yeah. 4.1. Oh, it's worse. Oh, so you guys are tied. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's do one more round. See if you guys are still getting it or or and we'll, we'll, we'll go for a tiebreaker at the end, I guess, somehow. How can it be a tiebreaker if we keep getting both right? You'll, you'll both have the same <laughs> cards. All right, fair enough. All right, I so guess. your three cards, Ruti, are... Mm-hmm. Uh, squirrel in the house. <laughs> what? Squirrel in the house. A squirrel in the house. Oh, right? a squirrel. Yeah. Three point three point okay. five. They should just don't chicken out. They should just put rat in the house. That's mm-hmm. really miserable. Three point five. Yeah. Uh, package gets stolen off your front porch. Five point one. Right. You think that'd be higher? I right. think it'll be higher. Yeah. Uh, your BFF moves away. Fifty three. Oh. Okay. So. Once again, it's squir- squirrel in the house, 3.5. Yeah, package gets stolen off your front porch, 5.5. I think one. they really chicken out Your with BFF squirrel. moves away, 53. We, we all know they really should put rat. There's... And your card, Ruti, is car fails inspection. Oh my God. Car fails mm-hmm. inspection. This is tough because I have one one card here that I can relate to and, one, and the wild card that I cannot relate to. Yeah. <laughs> Like Car it, fails inspection. Yes. Hmm. Is it in between hmm. squirrel in the house, package gets stolen off your front porch, or your BFF moves away? What happens when a car fails inspection? Uh, you can't drive it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As a New Yorker here. <laughs> yeah, as a California, it'd be like uh, failing a smog check, I guess. Yeah. Right? Oh, how, about, how about going stream? Your car, your car gets cut on fire. Yeah. Uh, as the picture shows, actually, right here. <laughs> your car gets on like what I don't know catches on fire well, well the, other, the other way to look at it is if your car uh, fails especially like a smog check you have to re- you have to fix your car you have to spend like hundreds even maybe thousands of dollars repairing it and yes. you can't drive it oh okay yeah. got, it, got it basically you um, can't drive it Yeah, you rely on it and then you can't drive it mm-hmm. mm. 
I would say that's between hmm, that between a stolen package and best friend moving away. And you, is that your final answer? Yes. And you're right. 6.1 is all that's given. Nice. All right. So here, Joe Jumping, see if you can tie it up or this could be Ruthie's game already. You got internet connection goes out. Ugh, that's the worst. Which is 7.1. Uh, you eat a jelly donut. Wait, that wasn't jelly. It was mold. Oh, it was. Something. Ew. That's four. <laughs> got a four. You got also here. It could be worse. It could be something else. You know what I'm saying, guys? Favorite show is canceled. Oh, 4.1. That sucks. Can you put up in order again? Sorry. Uh, sure. Yeah. You got uh, four, four, four point five. Okay. And seven point one. Okay. Okay. And your card is canker sore. Basically, like a sore in your tongue. <laughs> I, I know what canker. I'm very familiar with canker sore. <laughs> You're very familiar with canker sore. <laughs> I think it's past. It's some, some past seven point. I hate canker sore. Past the internet connection goes out. E- oh. Ah. Canker sores are pretty bad, man. You, you eat a jelly donut. Wait, that wasn't jelly. It that was wasn't jelly donut. <laughs> Favorite show is canceled and internet goes out. Where does canker sore fall? This is the thing I haven't had canker sore in a long time, though. That's the other thing. Knock on wood. Ugh. I would say that's past everything. I think it's past. Yeah, I think it's past 7.1. I, I hate canker sores. And you are wrong. Oh, am five. Because your end is five. It's goes. It's, it's supposed to go between favorite show is canceled and internet goes down, which means Ruthie wins the game. I don't. I, don't, I disagree. I win. I, I want to call the judge. I want to call your quote unquote expert professionals. Professionals. Professionals <laughs> said this. Tanker stores are horrible. And man. once again, Ruthie wins yeah. the game. Ruthie always wins the game. I win. I always win. <laughs> well, I I, I, I hashtag this. I'm gonna win. <laughs> I don't like this game. I don't like these games. And that was shit happens. As of this recording, it's currently 9.31 on March 25th, 2020 in Riverside, Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> I can never get this thing Is right it on Riverside, the first try. Iowa? It is in Riverside, <laughs> Iowa. What's going on in Riverside, Iowa? In Riverside, Iowa. And... It's time we take a look and see what's up. What's up? What's up? Uh, Riverside, Iowa is the birthplace of one Captain James T. Kirk. James Tiberius Kirk is yes. Riverside, Iowa. He gets, he gets born, well, Riverside, Iowa. Hmm. Uh, he will be born there at March 22, 2223. Okay. All right. Uh, William Shatner, who plays Captain Kirk in the TV uh, and movies. I think that's Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, apparently, he's doing Captain's Log updates mm-hmm. at as Kirk uh, on his Twitter. You mean on his shitter? Because he's <laughs> Captain's Log. <yeah>. Captain's Log. <laughs> So, so he's, make, make, he's recording. He's uh, dear diary. I took a big old double. Uh, oops, so, so, so he will he will say something like, "Captain's log, start date two of self-imposed isolation, emissaries macchiato and espresso, which is by the way the names of his dogs." <laughs> so cute. Have been exploring a new territory called Underbed, bestowing upon me tributes of missing socks and other items in an attempt to get my attention and adoration. Another one, he says, uh, Captain Slog, star date three of self-imposed isolation. Uh-huh. Emissaries Macchiato and Espresso have been banished to backyard penal colony for chewing away mission letter bag. Had to venture to office colony to retrieve items for the month-long celebration called Lockdown LA. So what you're saying More is later. William Shatner has lost his mind is what you're saying. I, I think he's entertaining people online. So, uh, in other words, he's uh, forcing his assistant to write these stupid Captain Slog is what you're saying. I think it's a good one. Maybe, maybe it's his assistant. But, but maybe it actually is him. And he lost his mind. 
But hey, at least at least he's entertaining people. Is he though? Is he though? Yeah. Is he though? I think he's entertaining. Is he though? Yes. Is he? Is he though? You know, Josh Gad is reading like little children's books and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Uh, um, oh, Chris Martin had a little mini concert. John Stewart, um, John Legend had a little mini concert. He's making Captain uh, Star Trek jokes. All right. Uh, I, as a trekker, I think it's kind of cool. All right. Uh, but you know, it's entertaining. Thing. Speaking of entertaining people, mm-hmm. entertainers entertaining people. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ D Nice mm-hmm. is lifting spirits you know worldwide. What the D for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with his Instagram dance parties. This is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually, like every night at. 7 p.m. or no, no, 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pacific, 12 12 p.m. East Coast, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has like a dance party on his Instagram uh, mm-hmm. live mm-hmm. or IGTV or whatever. Yeah, and he is it has, every like, night. I thought it was every, I, I think it's every day, right? Yeah, I don't know because I know he did it one night it, it created a lot of buzz, and and then the next night he handed it over to a uh, a Questlove. Yeah, so he has celebrity guests yeah. show up. It's very cool. done. So essentially, like for people like doing as they as they should. Uh, quarantining themselves or mm-hmm. you know social distancing, they get to do a club thing at home. You know, watching the IGTV. This is very cool. Yeah, that, that's very cool. Yeah, it's a, apparently yeah, it's cool. apparently it's really popular because I I heard about it. So it must be really popular. Did you guys anybody actually tune in? I did not. Um, I haven't. <laughs> I have, this is the first time I'm hearing about you it. Have? Oh, really? I tuned in uh, that night. It's, it, it's, it was club, all it's club music. It's so very cool. Like, yeah. yeah, it's club. He's just spinning hmm. records and stuff. It's very cool. It's, yeah. Yeah, uh, other people like uh, like uh, Daniel Fischel from uh, Boy Meets World and mm-hmm. Jensen Karps from formerly the Kevin and Bean Show. Uh, they also do have an IGTV quiz show called Scorantine. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's like a quiz a quiz show on IGTV that they do, and they give out free items of basically their, their own stuff. Yeah, so that's kind of hmm. yeah. A lot of celebrities are doing a lot of cool stuff and stuff. A lot yeah. of them are doing like Q and As, ask me anything. Like I said, Lin Manuel Miranda is the first one that did the little mini concert at home and stuff like that. Chris Barton, John Legend have both done and stuff. And it's, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. Yeah, you can still enjoy things via the internet. Yeah. Like you can actually kind of go on Disneyland rides via the internet. Uh, people are oh, yeah. finally discovering that in YouTube, which I've been doing for years now, you can you actually have full ride throughs of people like videoing, like going through the ride. So if you can like watch it either at VR if you wanted to, or you can just watch the video and you can kind of experience the rides visually sure. via YouTube. No, it's okay. You know, Sorry. so there's actually no. But the thing is, though, the, the the news part is like there are people finally noticing that this yeah, actually exists right. on YouTube. I say pass. I've seen those videos. That's alright. It's alright. Yeah, I mean, how else am I gonna see rides in Shanghai Disney or Tokyo Disney? <laughs> I I watch it through the YouTube. YouTube. Save money. Yeah, that's true. There's actually also something on YouTube that I saw where um <clears throat> there's virtual tours now for museums all over the world mm-hmm. yeah, which see, i think is pretty cool see th- those have always existed but no- nobody really sought them out until now and I that's the whole thing save your money travel save your money you're watching it through youtube <laughs> just travel guys go travel go go to the louvre it's fine so you're now. saying you're, you're saying, I heard, you're I heard saying don't yeah. save your no, money i say i heard the president say it's okay now I, we can go out now so you're I saying thought, you're saying don't I, save your money and actually go in person. no i said save your money so you can go travel so you can spend that money in the future to travel I heard, or, or save I, your money just watch it through i heard the president say everything's okay i heard two weeks tops everything's back to normal yeah, well, if that's if that isn't enough, <laughs> okay, that's what my president said. Okay, I say save your money, travel these places. Well, if that if that's not enough, there's actually like a family online that that are like recreating Disney light Disneyland yes. rides yeah. at their home. Yeah, which is pretty neat. You guys should just like check it out. Yeah. The link is in the show. I notes saw the one when they did uh, it's Small World. That's very funny. Yeah, it's pretty it's funny. Adorable. It's very creative for them to. Yeah. They have a lot of, lots of time to do this. So yeah. there we go. Uh, you know, <laughs> they are bringing entertainment right to their own sure. home. Speaking of bringing entertainment right to your home, 
uh, there's a Portland strip club that obviously yeah. had, had been forced to close. Mm-hmm. So now they changed their business model and now they deliver food having the strippers deliver the food to people's doors. Yeah, it's interesting how they put food in quotations. You know what I'm saying? They're delivering food, guys. <laughs> Nothing else is that, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is in Portland, Oregon. And yeah, they have like, I guess, they'll have like yeah. a girl, one of the strippers go up to somebody's door and they'll serve it to you topless or something like that. Yeah, serve you food topless and oh, stuff like that. Yeah, okay. it's interesting how this, uh, each delivery cost takes like an hour and stuff like that. They're right? apparently calling it Boober Eats. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Are they delivering food that, that was made from at the strip club? Yes. Oh, gross. That's the whole point. Yeah. They have a kitchen, so they, they were, they're taking advantage of this. That's all right. How about I pay you an extra five bucks if you just go to a Chick Fil A? I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure the chef is like, like, wow. I've never, I've never had to make this many food before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Yeah, but you know, it's, it, you're at home, and sometimes you want, you know, you're at home. Mm-hmm. Speaking of being at home, uh, apparently there is this video that's been kind of viral. There's a cat. That is displeased that its owners are always home now. And all I need to do is just play the video. Here we go. Our cat does not like the fact that we're all home quarantined. She's like, why are you in my house? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's that's the sound of a cat that is not amused. (laughs) The cat is not happy. (laughs) Ruthie, are you, uh, what do you call it? Do you have any pets? Me? Yeah. yeah, I have two cats. Have they changed any? Have they changed um, at all? Have they noticed that you've been home all for like a week, two weeks? Oh no, they love it. My my cats are like dogs. They're they're overly affectionate oh, and like that. overly dependent. Oh, not like most independent cats. Yeah. Oh, Sherlock over oh here. she he likes the fact that I'm home all the time now. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like there's that. Yeah. yeah. Same, same <laughs> with my dog. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's up. Oh, before before we leave out, it, I'll, it'll be re- I'll be remiss to not mention the fact that last week, a day after we recorded the last week's episode, uh, K Rock Radio Station K Rock here in LA, uh, unceremoniously canceled my favorite radio show on the on the radio, which is the Kevin in the Morning show, yeah. which was formerly the Kevin and Bean show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it was very disappointing. Yeah. I've been a fan since '95 since I first started listening. It to literally that. is uh, LA institutions of that. Yeah. Yeah. After, for, they've been around for 30 years yeah. and they just like they were just told uh, one day and Monday they were like oh social distancing you don't have to come to work yeah. Tuesday they're like oh can well, why don't you go to work yeah. and then Wednesday uh, oh, no Tuesday night they get a phone call hey by the way you, you guys are f- pretty much fired Yeah. and then mm-hmm. Wednesday he gets like one segment to pretty much say goodbye to yeah. everybody and not only that but but he was pissed because they had, they fired the whole the whole morning crew mm-hmm. They could have just fired like him and the co-host or whatever, but at least keep like the board operator, keep the 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 the, the call the the call screener. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep them at People least. People you right? can use for uh, a different times, uh, different shifts and yeah. stuff like that. You know? yeah. yeah. So so I mean, he he at least said some bad things about mm-hmm. the about about the radio station mm-hmm. on the air, which is I I wouldn't blame him. And he was actually escorted out of the radio yeah. station. It was just like it was just like thirty years, thirty yeah. years you're doing that, and this is how you're treated during a pandemic too. Yeah. I've been listening for I haven't listened been listening for thirty years. I've listened for like twelve, thirteen years. Yeah, it's 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 something. It's a real bummer. Man. It's really it it really was part of my, my like my daily life and stuff like that for like the last 13, 12 years. One the one thing I would do right before I, I go to lunch, I would open up my podcast app. Well, you know, I would see if the today's show was 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 available. I yeah. downloaded. I take it to lunch. I listen to it during lunch and stuff like that. It was part of my routine. 
ever since I got a smartphone and stuff, ever since the podcasting was a thing. Yeah. So I mean, in the beginning, crazy. in the 90s when I used to listen, I only listen when I'm able to because it's live mm-hmm. on the on the rear. Mm-hmm. But as soon as the Kevin and Bean archive released the MP3s of the show and when they finally got a podcast, yeah. I just listened to that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and now I don't even have that. You know, yeah. I've I mentioned in this show multiple times that one of the, my biggest inspiration of this show is the Kevin and Bean show. Mm-hmm. So, so wow, I, I pretty much have to like, I don't know if, I, if I'm carrying the flag, mm-hmm. but yeah, I kind of want to take that I'm carrying the flag yeah, you for the show. you think that, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. yeah. So that, does that doesn't mean I can steal some of their segments and use it in the yeah, you, you can still steal them. It's fine. <laughs> so, I think giving you too much credit. But yeah, it's a bummer, man. It's, like it's I said, it's, I've been listening for like 12 years, so they've been around for 30 years. It's, it literally is a, a Calif- It's a specifically Los Angeles, Southern California thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's not, there's nothing like it. Uh, anywhere else in any other market and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, you know, it, it's they haven't the ratings haven't been as great as they used to be. Sure, but the point is, is that you know, I, for me, it is it is family. So there's that, <laughs> and so it's it's sad to see it go away. Mm-hmm. Before we move on to the next topic, just in case the listeners actually care, tell us where to find you online, and also in just about thirty seconds, give us a recommendation that we should know about. Uh, you can find my Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. And my recommendation is something I haven't used yet because I can't find it. It's the Kinsey Smart Thermometer. It's, I think it's spelled K-I-N-S-A, I think. It's a smart thermometer. So it's Kinsa? Kinsa? Oh, like Kinsa. That? Yeah, that's what I have too. Oh, you have that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool, it. right? It's like a smart thermometer. It records it and it feeds it into a database. And then it records so they can track flus, coronavirus, like possible coronavirus outbreaks throughout the nation because it compares the temperature of your region versus previous years. You know what I mean? How so, much is that thing? How much is it, uh, Ruthie? Um, I think it's not even 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty, pretty cheap, cool. yeah. And the reason why it's kind of relevant right now is... Uh, like, uh, what, hold on, just real quick. 30 what, seconds. Yeah, I, well, you talked talk about it in my mind. But the thing is, <laughs> it's relevant right now is because Florida uh, has a real major spike on the Kinsey thermometer chart and stuff like that. So that's why they think the coronavirus will be there next and stuff like that. That's the next hot spot. So Ruthie, that. go ahead. Um, I'm on Instagram at Grace13, uh, G-R-A-C-E-1-3, DIY picks, travel picks, food picks, cat picks, and other random picks. Also check us out on B.Entwine, that's B-E.E-N-T-W-I-N-E-D, for event designs like birthdays, baby showers, bridal showers, weddings, and other party or DIY needs. Um, my recommendation uh, during this entire pandemic lockdown for everyone, um, I guess stay healthy. Uh, you recommend I've people to stay healthy? Up- well, aside from stay healthy, in order to stay healthy, you got to eat healthy foods. And right now what I'm realizing is we have to choose foods that are not just junk food and comfort foods. We have to really choose foods that are high in um, vitamins and vitamin C, vitamin Bs, and everything that we need. Tasty is a really good um, app that everybody can download and look up rest, like really simple recipes under 30 minutes for that. So, yeah, my recommendation Stay, to stay healthy. Okay. This and Albert. I, as a uh, follow-up, I ate Taco Bell last night. So, yeah. I'm staying healthy. Mm, mm. <laughs> uh, well, at least is, it's, got, it's got tomatoes. <laughs> and this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5 or anything to do with who, what, where, why. Uh, my recommendation for this week, actually, since a lot of people have all this time in the world now because of the social distancing, go catch up on Star Wars The Clone Wars 
and Star Wars Rebels on Disney+. Plus. They just recently announced that Rosario Dawson is going to play the live-action Ahsoka Tano in The Mandalorian Season 2. If you're watching Mandalorian Season 2 and you have no idea who Ahsoka Tano is, go watch The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. There's a really good series, although you can probably skip the first season of Clone Wars. But Clone Wars, Rebels. Watch them. All right. If you want to leave a comment, you can leave it on our Instagram page, our Facebook page, or on the website itself. If you want to show your support, because we obviously need it, head over to whowhatworstwhy.com slash support to find out how. <coughs> Music has been provided by the White Axis. Find them at the whyaxis.squarespace.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworstwhy.com. All right, let's go ahead and do our discussion of the 2011 uh, movie, Contagion, since a lot of people seem to be uh, watching that now for obvious reasons. Spoilers yeah, up ahead. For the last month, it's been trending. Oh, Jesus. If you think you're someone who can just casually listen about a combo of a movie or a TV show you're missing, then I feel like I gotta warn you, and this may not be in order. Don't be crying to us when you end up hearing a spoiler. Spoiler! Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I wish I had, I wish I had the coronavirus right now. I wish I had the thing from Contagion, the MIV-1 or whatever it is. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Instead of listening to that. Spoilers! Uh, yeah, th- there's no spoilers in this one because, you know, we're living in it right now. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like yeah. Go ahead. You were going to say something about, like... Uh, I forgot my point was. Video on demand. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. It's been trending uh, on uh, on the Apple rentals and all the renting, all the streaming platforms for, like, over a month yeah, now. Even, yeah. yeah. Hulu, Cinemax. Mm-hmm. Where else is it on? Uh, I bought actually I paid ten bucks and I bought it on uh, iTunes. Uh, yeah, it was, but it's been on the the top of the charts for like months. They didn't raise the down. price for the buy. No, it's still ten bucks. It's still ten bucks and stuff like that. It was okay. great. Yeah, really, ten bucks. Yeah, ten bucks and stuff like that. But yeah, it's and I and I watched it the first. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I saw it in the theater in two thousand one when it first came out and stuff like that. I did too. Yeah, this is my two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. I'm sorry. What did I say? Two thousand one. We should do a re-release <laughs> in theaters once this whole thing is over. <laughs> re-release in theaters. <laughs> They really should. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's easily available in the whole video, so obviously they're not gonna do that. I think they would make a lot of money if they do a re-release. Did you see it back in the day, Ruthie? I saw it on. I think I saw it on HBO when it came out. Gotcha. So all yeah. three of us have seen it. And this is like a rewatch mm-hmm. for for the, for the mm-hmm. three of us. And right? I've seen yep. I've seen it multiple times, and I saw it again a couple of weekends ago. Oh, okay. And yeah, literally everything that they say in the movie is. Very close to what's happening right now. Yeah. Like they talk about the R knots, which is um, how many people uh, you can pass on the right. contagion to. The uh, which in this case, it's two and a half people for mm. coronavirus. Right. They talk about um, don't touch your face. Mm-hmm. They talk about the transmission. Yeah. They talk about uh, and, and like towards the end of the movie, spoilers mm-hmm. is they. <laughs> So how the transmission happened, which is somebody didn't wash their hands, they shook hands with somebody, and that's yeah. just where it started. And also the bat thing, you know what I mean? Because this the one hasn't been proven yet, but it, we everybody feels like strong that this this coronavirus came from bats. I thought like they were that. looking at the coronavirus strain, and they said, "Yeah, there's traces of bat stuff." Yeah. So yeah, for, for this one, the real life. Yeah, the real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why they think that it, the movie also mirrors that that there were there was yeah. like a bat and pig DNA sequence right. that when they came together that's how it started yeah they say the reason why this movie echoes real life so close is because the people who wrote it directed it they consulted uh, doctors experts you right. know so they also, they also base it on the SARS virus too which is very right. which is a coronavirus mm-hmm. right and all the, yeah. apparently coronavirus 
is something that's very prevalent in like in bats and stuff like that. So that's yep. why, yeah, that's why they chose bats. That's why it kind of happened in real life too and stuff like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, again, this is on this rewatch. It this movie actually has aged very, very, very well. It's actually much better than I remember. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> just like the opening scene with. Gwyneth Paltrow touch and where the camera lingers on what she touches yes. at the credit card. It's like this is just I, when I watched it. That's this, a, the, this time, the, the trace evidence stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. when I was watching it this time, like I gave a big sigh and I started rubbing my temple because this is like me every day now. Like everything <laughs> I touch, you know what I mean? Every inanimate thing I touch right now, I go, oh, is there germs on that you now? Have, is there you thing? have to sanitize it. Yeah, sanitize <laughs> and stuff like that. It's it's eerie how how this is mirroring like real life on what's going on even the way it travels from you know airport from one country to another and stuff like that it's just mm-hmm. like it's just crazy yep. yeah where you were you, well, you the only thing that i think was fictional very fictional about it was the how fast the right, cdc right. actually reacted and how fast i mean <laughs> well, although how the, the local politicians well, reacted to it was kind of close to what's happening yeah. today so that was not very far-fetched, which they were reluctant to tell the public. Sure. They didn't want to cause a panic, yeah, blah, blah, blah. That. But what was really surprising about it was how quickly the CDC actually sent, you know, the disease detectives and all that stuff yeah. in the movie, which was, uh, what was her name? Kate Winslet in this case. Mm-hmm. Right. No, no, seriously, because my, my reaction was a little different because my reaction was based on, like, if I was, like, a movie theater going and I was talking back at the screen, I'd be like, whenever they focus on the trace evidence, I'm like, oh, trace evidence, yeah. trace evidence. Like, <laughs> like I was practically making it a drinking game. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, if, I, if I spot these things or, or like, when the CDC came out, like, you know, like said, really fast. So, like, they're not that fast in real life. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot mm-hmm. of that. There's a lot. Of, I had, I did a lot of commentary, like, oh, that, that looks familiar. That looks familiar. You know, that kind of thing. So and then and when it gets to a certain point in the movie where they're beyond the part where we currently are, like the rioting started happening or whatever, yeah. I'm like, oh, we're not there yet. Things started escalating so much faster yeah. in contagion because a lot it was a lot it was a much deadlier virus than mm-hmm. than coronavirus. Yeah. I mean coronavirus is still pretty deadly, mm-hmm. but it's it was extreme in the movie. Well, yeah, that was, which which I don't I don't I don't dock points for that because that's just storytelling. So what like, I do mean? dock points though is mm-hmm. that the movie is based in a span of months, right? But the movie itself doesn't really relay that very well. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, the one it feels thing like that... it's only been a matter of weeks. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that because they there are certain markers because they let you know that this, that the it starts around Thanksgiving, the middle point. Uh, not the middle part, but the cure actually happens on Christmas and stuff like that. There, there are like little, there are little signifiers like telling you how much time has passed and stuff like that. I'm, I don't dock points for that either. Yeah. What I do also dock points too is that they only mention social distancing once. Right. They only mention, one. they only mention the whole don't touch your face thing once. Once. Right. Yeah. Like, like, like this is the stuff that it was so prevalent now here in the coronavirus era. But, but in the movie itself, it didn't seem like they were totally focused on that. Yeah. Like, like people rioting wouldn't be rioting yeah. if the social distancing was on a thing. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be mm-hmm. standing outside like uh, like the, the CDC center protesting yeah. because social distancing yeah. is supposed to be a thing, yeah. right? So, so that's, I think that's the one major thing that this movie got wrong is the fact that people didn't seem to care yeah. if they were infecting other people. They were just like, we have masks, yeah. we're fine. And the other thing I thought yeah. they, they really got wrong is that they assumed that the that the federal government would act professionally and stuff like that, and there was some sort of like you know, <laughs> right? There was right. A, not a joke. Yeah, there, there was yeah. That, that they would base decisions on, on on science and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And that uh, what do you call it? And I, I and I thought it was really weird that they uh, they had the what do you call it? 
the snake oil salesman being like a, a YouTuber, like an Alex Jones type, when it's yeah. actually, it's, in real life, it's obviously the president stuff like that, you know what I mean? So it's kind of weird. So they got that wrong too. Yeah, they don't, they don't have the aspect with the politicians relying mm-hmm. to the public. Yeah. They, they have a very much like, this is a, a well-run government, so to right. speak, right? And, and we, for us, it's a, it's a different experience altogether. Wah, wah, wah. Right? Like maybe, maybe. What's the, funny is I actually want to live in the contagion world. What do you think of that? Maybe, so maybe, weird. Well, actually, I don't because I mean, like, like I said, people. I'll were, take my chances. People were so much more aggressive. Like, yeah. I mean, recently we're starting hearing people. We're starting to hear like people uh, getting their house robbed for food. Yeah. Right in the mo- in contagion that actually does happen no, in, no, in does the happen. thing. Yeah. Yeah, but we're not like that far gone yet. Mm-hmm. Kinda yes, kinda no, mm-hmm. kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's not. A- it's not a post-apocalyptic scenario yeah. just yet. Yeah. Which it's was, still yeah. somewhat under control. Yeah, and and then when when they when they closed off the whole state, mm-hmm. it was bedlam in the state. Yeah. For us, we're just kind of every everybody's states are pretty much closed off more yeah. or less. But we're mm-hmm. all just like going to parks, you know, going to the beach, you know. It's like yeah. there's no there's no sense of like we're we're in The Walking Dead and we need yeah. to like like kill I'll people. Give, I'll give it a second. Give it a minute. <laughs> I don't. We've been quarantined for like two weeks now. Give it I want to say yeah. I'm optimistic that. It isn't. It isn't gonna get to that point. Yeah. Well, well, we have a we have a smart and competent leader, so I'm sure we'll never get to that point. Good <laughs> Lord. Anyway, uh, the thing that cut the other thing that struck me during this rewatch uh, is number one. I remember. I remember seeing it in the theater. I, I I remember. Yeah, the virus is, is one part of the story. I remember the second part of the of the story is that uh, Jude Law character, how misinformation, greed, and stuff like that is part is like mm-hmm. the second virus. But I didn't realize there was a third virus that actually gets spread and that's it's also kind of by uh uh Lawrence Fishburne's character you know what I mean Lawrence Fishburne's character tells his his uh, his girlfriend or his wife whatever that he mm-hmm. she needs to get out of Chicago and stuff like that and stuff like that get to Atlanta and, and then that's virus. that's a, but that one is based on good intentions even good intentions in a, in a moment of crisis can can lead to a, a panic and you know bedlam chaos and stuff like that so I I was struck by that that was interesting I didn't pick that up the first which time. is weird because oh. that's actually the main theme of the movie mm-hmm. when when the contagion was released it wasn't released as it's the virus movie yeah. it's the release as as like this is what fear can get a country to get right. into right because mm-hmm. I mean I think one of the taglines if I remember correctly was that the f- the fastest thing to spread is fear. Yeah. Right. So the Lawrence Fishburne fear thing. Fear of losing toilet paper in our case. <laughs> in our case. Oh, that's what they do. They don't yeah. cover toilet paper. Toilet paper. Well, and also, what do you call it? Uh, Matt Damon's character had Purell. 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 Yeah. Yes, he had copious amounts of Purell even months after. That's the first. That's literally like the first thing that ran out in the real in the real pandemic. You know what I mean? We ran out of that like two three weeks ago. I do like the yeah. little touch where he told his daughter to like make sure to to get Purell in there yeah. or kind of yeah. thing. So he did that thing. Yeah. And they had her wearing a mask. Yeah. yeah. And the second thing that struck me when I rewatched this movie, because when I first saw it, I thought, uh, the movie's fine, it's great and everything, but I thought it's kind of cold. It's a little... Uh, what clinical? It? Yeah, a little clinical, a little uh, by the numbers. That, that was one of the main the main criticisms yeah. of the movie. But the back second the time I saw this, when I rewatched this, I thought it was so character-driven. I thought it was so heartfelt and stuff like that. I was yeah. really moved by it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, the, I'll give you the example. The example is the Marie uh, Colette character. Uh, the French lady, uh, the one with the wonky eye, the one. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In, in the first time, so when you watch the movie, she is all very professional at the beginning. She goes by the numbers. At one point, the Hong Kong guy she works with mentions to her, uh, "Listen, if uh, it hit my village, my my mother died, or if my father died." Right. And she doesn't mm-hmm. have a yeah. doesn't blink an eye. So, oh, she, okay. Yeah. Totally. Like, oh, I'm so sorry, but she doesn't even turn around and look. Yeah, looks cold. at him. But then 
and when I rewatched it the second time, she is when she spent that time with the village with the people, she is pro totally gone native, I guess the expression, or totally immersed in that culture. She's totally, you know, she's Stuck, a different it's character. It's like a Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, so, yeah, but she's totally a different character by the end of it. And you don't see that transformation at you know in the middle part. You just right. see at the end and stuff like that when she realized mm -hmm. she, she got the placebo. Them at that point. Yeah, she got that was so. It's so heartfelt. It's so wonderful. You see, we're not at that point of the mm -hmm. of the thing yet because we don't have a cure yet. Right. But when the cure does happen, mm -hmm. like I wonder if it's going to reflect yeah. the movie as well. Oh uh, yeah, that's the other thing that struck me about the movie. It's the real the the people the people on the front line the, the scientists the the nurses and doctors they're really truly heroes and stuff like that. They're really risking their lives. They're really out there. It's really it's really good stuff. And the other thing that, that struck me. When I rewatched it the first time, the virus is uh, that struck me. It was the virus is one thing, the whole death is one thing. But I realized this whole movie is about character. The virus is one thing, but what the virus reveals about your character is is really touching. It's really at the forefront of this movie. You know what I mean? Because who you really are, the virus brings it out in you. You know what I mean? Like Jude Law is just a dick throughout. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He's yeah. just in it for himself. He's just bashing things, you know, left and right for his own personal profit and stuff like that. Matt Damon is a very overprotective father and stuff like that. Lawrence, to me, the character I related to the most is actually Lawrence Fisher's character. Oh, stuff. really? You know, because to me, I like to think of myself as professional, you know, keep calm and stuff like that, do the work and stuff like that, be loyal to, you know, my friends and stuff like that. But if there's an opportunity, if there's an opening for me, take a little, take a little advantage, you know what I mean? If, if I want to give my family a bit of a heads up, say, hey, listen, you might want to get a Chicago. I I, I kind of relate to that. You know what I mean? So it's it's really interesting. I, it's it's more character driven than I thought it would be. Like it's the virus is one thing, but the way it reveals character and who you really are is what really struck me this this time around. How how about you, Ruth? Do you, yeah. do, you, do you relate with any of the characters specifically? Um, specifically, I think Kate Winslet's character, yeah. where she was more aware than anybody else of how easily the transmissible the virus could be. So she was telling her um, <clears throat> her assistant, stop touching your face. Yeah. Um, she was making sure people were washing their hands. Um, she was trying to look for that guy that was sick and yeah. told him to get off the bus. Although I think that was the wrong thing to do. She should have had the bus stop. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like, no, that's the wrong thing to yeah. do. I know. Let's and then he's like touching quarterback. and everything to get off the bus. She should have told She should have told him to tell the bus driver to stop the bus. Yeah. Don't let anybody off and quarantine everybody from that bus. But she did say that they would find that. They know the root of it, but they were picking it up later. But that still doesn't. Still doesn't work because people get off the bus yeah. if, 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 if they kept. That's on exactly the yeah, yeah. That's exactly why yeah. he should have just stopped the bus and told people to stay put. But did you and see, then quarantine that bus. But did you see what Kate Winslet's last act was before she died and stuff? Was to try she and put help. a mask on him. No, no, no. The what do you call? It? She was laid oh. up in bed. The guy next she to her was giving her, his, yeah, her, her jacket because he was cold. Yeah, it's, it's again, again. This this is stuff I kind of picked up the second time. It's really it's really character driven stuff. Like that. It's really mm -hmm. beautiful and stuff like that. It's really touching. Honestly, Ruthie, I thought you were going to choose Matt Damon. Because no. Matt Damon was the one who was like trying to lecture, like lecture her daughter, like, "Hey, did, did, you, yeah. you have to treat this seriously. Yeah. You can't just go out yeah. or just meet anybody <laughs> and 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 you obsess about like making sure you're clean yeah. and all that stuff." Mm -hmm. Well, because something happened to him personally, so he was more reactive than anything, and he was trying to make sure that the only person left in his family was not going to yeah. suffer you, from it. You know what's funny is I totally forgot that the, the little boy died. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. yeah, the little boy died too. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, what about you, Albert? Who did you, who did you relate to? Who did you kind of like? Hey, was it Jew Law? Was it Jew Law? No, actually, <laughs> I, I, for me, actually, it was Kate Winslet, but not, oh. not, not, but not what Ruthie was saying. Mm -hmm. I would, think, I thought, for me, it was Kate Winslet because she's just doing her job, mm -hmm. 
kind of like like hey this is the, this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna try and help you people I'm doing my job and yet she has to put up with that stupid bitch who's like so yeah. who's who's gonna pay for this yeah oh oh this mm-hmm. is gonna be such a convenience yeah like 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 shut up right. <laughs> you know yeah. like exactly. yeah I I, I relate with her. Yeah, that's exactly why I felt like I could relate to her because, like, that's how I felt in that entire time. Which I'm like, come on, people, why are you not believing what I'm trying to tell you? Yeah. It's more contagious than people are saying, more than what the president is saying. No, so, but but but, like, but see, Kate Winslet's character wasn't that. He she didn't care if you believed or not. She was just doing her job. Yeah, it was the Matt Damon who cared that her that his daughter believed him. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Yeah, well, that his daughter, but he wasn't like going around and trying to fix anything. Yeah. He was just trying to save himself and his daughter. Right. Yeah, Kate was a character to remind me of that. What's that story where the guy's pushing the boulder up a hill? You know what I mean? He's Atlas. Just, yeah, she just has to keep going and she has to just get things done, or you know, the thing will just roll down the hill and stuff like that. She's just you know just doing her job and stuff like that. I thought mm-hmm. this. Looking back on, I I really love this movie. It's, it really is legitimately like a great great movie and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I liked the movie when it came out. Mm-hmm. I just, I didn't think it was great. I don't think it's still yeah. great, but but it's a good movie. I thought it was good when it came out, but I didn't think it was great. But I, now looking back on it, it's rewatching it now. It's it's it's, it's, it's a good it's, movie. It's yeah, it's very real. accurate. Like I it's I love how um, true to yeah. real life and like the well, scientific terms they life, use. Yeah. It's real, like how real it is and yeah, the feel of it. But going to what Albert's saying is, I'm not picking it. I'm not judging it by its accuracy to real life and stuff like that. Right. right. I'm not. I'm not gonna go. Oh wait, that thing didn't happen in real life. But no, no, no. But I'm That's just true, true. In terms of telling a story and stuff like that, like I said, the way that it reveals character, humanity, and stuff like that, I think it's yeah. really, it's just really interesting. No, but I, I, I think this, the the original criticism, well, the, the main three criticism was that it's a little dry, mm-hmm. right? Which, which is what, right. what the, and the other one is like, oh, it's over exaggerated. Like yeah. this wouldn't happen. Well, obviously that's the, that's a lie now. Yeah, two things where <laughs> I may have had that opinion, but it's totally flipped on me. For me, I think it's still it's still a little dry, mm-hmm. you know. But I did I I did connect with the characters even in the first go. You know, and and but it also that kind of deals with a little bit of, of a little bit of cliche, like like uh, the the French epidemiologist who got who got kidnapped, mm-hmm. you know, and and when she found out the end, it was just a placebo, and she has to go back to warn them about it. Yeah. You know, it okay. just it seemed a little much. I know, but it's at the same time, it's like, how is she even going to know where they are? Exactly. I, they talked a lot. I'm sure she was only like <laughs> three or four months. She couldn't she couldn't figure out where she was and stuff like that. I think she, they got. A little, I I think she boned the Chinese guy. What do you think of that? <laughs> I wonder if if they're aware that this might happen. I like to think that the, profes- the professionals in the real world. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, what, the thing is though, we're not at the point yet. Heck, we haven't we haven't even got to the point yet about like doing the tests. Imagine yeah. if people were like kidnapping people. Like, I want to get the test, and they were kidnapping. They were they were putting people on yeah. hostage just to get the test. Yeah. You know, we're we're still not at that point yet. We haven't mm-hmm. even got the cure yet. But it makes you wonder, like, okay, when you do get a cure, are they going to do, like, lottery system? Like, like how are they going to pass it out? Well, apparently now it's going according to who's the richest. Because yeah, those people right are now. getting the same day yeah. results. But I think yeah. they're, they're what... Uh, real life is a little bit diverged, diverted from the movie. So I think they're working on a vaccine. So if it's a vaccine, if it could be, hopefully, it's the same thing as a flu shot, knock on wood. You know what I mean? Maybe that sort of thing. You know what I mean? So they can produce it in such a number. Where it's just, oh, the lines. It's kind of, kind of, kind of, well, the thing is, in this movie, I think a lot um uh, the society has t- been taken down a, a notch. You know what I mean? It's like 25% of the people died, I think, in this world and stuff. So they really had to do like a lottery system and stuff like that. But, in a world where we're not clo- we're not there yet. Well, no, so, the, the reasoning for the lottery system is because they, they don't have enough. Mass, 
production supply. Yeah, they don't have enough uh, at a given time. Yeah, you're saying that we're gonna have enough when to get the vaccine. Well, I don't much. think they are. Well, that's why I recommend everybody listening to this podcast to join the NBA. You know what I'm saying? So you'll be <laughs> be rich, right? Yeah. Just be, be a celebrity. I, I don't know about you, but I I play small forward for the Utah Jazz now. <laughs> that's my goal. Anyway, <laughs> a big thumbs up for me. I, I on this rewatch, I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's definitely worth the watch. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. This was episode 281 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst by Network.